Next on Hip Hop, mm, fuck. Um, <laughs> Great. Stuff. Next on Hip Hop Baking, we make a Wu Tang flan. Nice. Previously on the BBC hit program about a gang of voyeuristic but visually challenged killers known as the Blind Peekers. Uh, <laughs> you gotta leave room for laughs in between these, bud. <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> no, Pre- I refuse. Previously on stereotypical fucking Christ, <laughs> you know we're gonna skip that one and no, do it we're again because I want to. That's all they did. The Clovenhoof Coalition ambushes the train on its way to Nur, and an intense fight happens aboard the train and around the train. Multiple Abbey members, including Feast, Famine, and Arkin, are killed in the ensuing fight, and you are able, through the power of friendship and persuasion to get Lewis and Armstrong to join your cause. They are the train engineers, and not affiliated with the actual Abbey. Where the where this picks up is you are now still outside the train. Um, if we want, we can pull up the battle map, but by blowing the mystical horn, um, the cloven hoof horn, uh, you were able to convince them to stop fighting you. And you were able to focus your attention on defeating the Abbey members that were deployed to defend the train. So now um, you are left uh, having a conversation with a still very large Minotaur who had been enlarged by one of the sorcerers, wizards that had accompanied the group of ambushers. So what would you guys like to do? So I feel like I want to do a vibe check, because Kitty and I fought with some of the Clovenhoof Coalition. Yeah, we gotta vibe check this situation. Okay, now how would you like to vibe check? Well, that's what insight is, right? (laughs) It it, it is. We just just vibe check. (laughs) It's actually a special ability I have. (laughs) We just split the difference. Regardless of what it is, we split the difference. Uh, Yeah, you can go ahead and roll insight for that. Okay, I got a 17. Okay, one for 17. Uh, what do you have? Or were you also... Who all was rolling Hey, for that? guess what I got? Guess what I got? Is it a one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to start with the 17. Um, so, actually, I should pull up the... I should, didn't have the battle map pulled up, but I should have, so that I can get my house in order. I'm picturing for that one, Red's trying to read someone's face, and then they sneeze right in Red's face. That's what happens. Yeah, he gets a little bit too close. It's too much close talking. Yeah, I'm going to say that also that because of how severe the fighting was, you actually have kicked up a fair amount of dust in the air. That makes sense. Um, so, yeah, you are just having a very severe reaction to that. And in the course of all that confusion, you just have no insight. There's just There's just nothing going on in there. Um, As far as Herman goes, um, you kind of get the sense that it's sort of like uh, when two professional football teams play each other and while the game is going on, they're like really locked in and competitive and dislike each other. And as soon as the game is over, uh, it's all business, all respect again. Okay. So that's kind of a, all right, fair play. They've come around. You weren't you weren't who we thought you were, and we yeah. I guess it's true. It's, they it's, did it. attack Kitty too, so it's not like this is a one sided yeah. thing. I did fuck no, that no, guy this... up with an axe though. Did I kill him? 
Most assuredly. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> well, now I feel bad. <laughs> but again, all's fair in love and war. And although, actually, maybe you didn't kill that guy. You because I guess the token is still there. Um, so I'm gonna say no. But you did basically take an arm off Oof. from his torso. So you, you didn't kill him. You just maimed him. Don't worry. It's fine. Eh, I can fix that. Okay. I've got some Elmer's glue and, uh, and, a, druid. Some, and a druid and some gauze and okay. some Vips, Vicks vapor rub for some reason. Druids can uh, grow back arms and stuff, right? That's their uh, thing. It's high enough, lo- high enough level, yeah. I'm just picturing the Black Knight from Monty Python and the whole I know, because you put a like, gif of it how, into the chat. How about you? <laughs> Um, I want to pick up that guy's arm and give it back to him and be like, "Hey, no hard feelings." Oh God! Oh, okay. Oh, dear. He will take. He, oh, he no. will. He will grasp it with his remaining hand, and he won't necessarily look happy, but he will give you like a little nod, like, "All right, thank you. You didn't have to do that, but you did anyway. So, thanks." Um, at this point, while you. While you are doing this, you can see that other members of the Clovenhoof Coalition are kind of circling around the train and checking the bodies of Abbey members that have died. So, the looting process has begun. I need to go over to the smart and the uh, connected members of our party. So, not okay. not her right Okay. Um, but the other two, and uh, ask them what the plan is. <laughs> like, wh- we gotta, um, we gotta tell these people that we still need to like ride the train into the. They're gonna be okay with us trying to get into the prison still, right? Do not know, and uh, we yes, but that is yes, that is what we need to do. So, <sighs> well, maybe maybe trouble should do, do the talking. Really? So, <laughs> well, he's got trouble walks up cloven hooves. <laughs> It's true. He does so have trouble. Feet. Walks up to the um, to the Minotaur and reaches out his, I would imagine, a significantly smaller hand for a handshake. <laughs> yes, um, that's like a baby shaking a gorilla. <laughs> like. Yeah, just about. Um, but with surprising amounts of dexterity and just physical awareness, you get a very like proportionate handshake response given given the size. So, hello, uh, my friend. Uh, what what is your name? Hello, brother. I am Cyrus Gorhorn, chieftain of what this a, tribe. What a fucking name. Mm-hmm. Now, so, outside of game, really quick, you have heard the name Gorhorn before. Oh, jeez. No, 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 this is, a good, this is an okay one. Um, no, I'm just trying to look at my... <laughs> I was going to tell you where specifically, but if you want to oh, do I, it that way, that's fine. No, you tell me too, it'll be great. 
Okay. Compare notes. Right. So you have interacted with a Maggie Gorhorn back at the Abbey. Um, there was a Minotaur imprisoned there uh, when you were doing the big breakout. Down in the basement. Oh, down yeah. in the basement. Yeah. Is that the one? That, is that the one that like sacrificed itself? In, indeed. For us? That's that's a name that I think only Kitty would remember. Like all of us remember that happening, but I'm sure Kitty is the only one who like remembers the name. Uh, I don't know. Trouble would remember it because he was there, and that was because he because pretty... he was. There. <laughs> but that was like pretty significant for him. That's like, true. Somebody sacrificed. Just the way you like, like, I would remember because I was there. I was there. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> I was there, Gandalf. Uh, anyway, yeah, I was there chance, three you... three thousand minutes ago. <laughs> Perchance, are you related to? Uh, do you have a sister? Oh boy, are you gonna tell this guy about his sister sacrificing herself that, for us? Because that, that might not go that well. Died, oh that no, died for I us, do. Even when we almost just killed some of them. I do have a sister, Margaret, up north somewhere. Have Have you heard from her recently? Oh God, you fucking know that's a lie. <laughs> it's probably oh, been God. one or two months, but that's about normal. <laughs> um okay well hmm. oh boy uh so, so one thing that you do notice though is that he says that loudly like loud enough that the other members g- could hear him and then he kind of leans in closer to you and says i suspect that she is dead uh though and he asks if you know her yeah because you brought it Uh, up well it it pains me to be the one to have to share this news with you but uh, your suspicions are sadly correct Um, Maggie actually was captured by the the Abbey and rescued us by saving herself or by sacrificing herself you take I'm very sorry for a moment he just kind of stands there nodding very slowly and then I tried to free her but it was there were no other options Thank you for your honesty, Brother Seder. Uh, you make me trouble. Just so, Brother Seder. Do you know how she died? Uh, it. What is? Yeah. Do you know who killed a... her? Which is to say. Um, don't really remember his name, but he wore a cowboy. He wore a cowboy hat. He was one of the Tears members for the Abbey. A cowboy hat. Was it Quartermain? I believe that, yes. Yep, yep, that guy. At this point, he kind of 
you can see that he is visibly trying to like hold in the grief. Uh, the voice is a bit broken and just kind of not really making eye contact, kind of processing through this. But as this is happening, but listen. Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> as this is happening, he also makes us makes a hand motion like beckoning. And uh, kind of from off on the hillside, like in the back, you see this very, very elderly, portly centaur kind of gallop up with like flowing silver hair like, that has been like done a, up in an like ornamental a pony braid. centaur? Like a fat pony uh, centaur? Not, not quite. Just an elderly centaur. I just, um, portly centaur sounds really cute and like a pony. Mm. That's the name of my band. Is Portly, it's really Portly good. Centaur. Yeah, that's a good band. Um, and the centaur is holding like this giant volume, like a good two feet across. And they kind of crack it open, and uh, Cyrus begins to dictate to the centaur. Quartermain. Slayer. Of Margaret Gorhorn. No punishment is too great. Kill on sight. And with that he says, make sure that that is sent to our friends up north. Um, so, and at this point... So, sorry, there's one more thing and then you can go. Um, you're good. At this point, uh, Kaizo who has been present, actually pipes up and says, I actually killed Quartermain three weeks ago. Because if you'll recall, when you got to the the embassy on Temajar 2, he came in holding the body of Quartermain. Oh, yeah. I knew we had that seen had that been, guy again. That had been uh, severely beaten up, beaten to shit. Um And Kaizo, in fact, and you have not seen this, but he takes from around his neck a lanyard that has a large glass, like, jar, for lack of a better better descriptor. And within it, you don't, it's just a human eye. And he just says, um, here's evidence for you, and tosses it to Cyrus. Yeah, you know. And Cyrus so, looks at it listen, and shakes listen, his hand. Listen, Linda, I, Linda, I Linda, 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 I have a way that we could get back at all of them. But we will definitely need your help. Oh... I'm listening. So, you see, we are on this train. We, we are not affiliated with the Abbey, which I hope you understand. Uh, but we are on this train in disguise to get to the prison. We have a couple people that we have to talk to, if you catch my drift. Uh, however... 
we have been banished from New Bastalon and many of us, and he gestures to Red and points to himself, being magic users, we, uh, we're, we're not welcome anymore. Uh, so maybe you could help us out. You come with us to the prison, maybe we can release some people and take this bad boy, and he slaps the, the train kind of like he would slap the hood of a car. <laughs> like, oh, yep, this bad boy. Like, take this bad boy up to New Bastalone and maybe, uh, well, I don't know, maybe kick some ass and take some names. Hmm. I see. While that is appealing, I do have some questions. The first one, perhaps even the most immediate one, is... Is there anybody left on that train? There's a lot of people in bottles. It's kind of hard to explain, but they're like souls trapped in bottles, and there's a lot of those. Um, are there wait there's like are there more dude. abbey members in there probably there was that whole train car full of people that were like yeah special guests. and there's like a lot of prisoners also hmm i see well i suspect based on how many of these we've raided, that we will need to clear that train before it can be used again. Unfortunately, the one person that we were trying to grab appears to have teleported away. But... That is fine. Who... Who were you trying to grab? Did you happen to see the Dwergar that was out here? The spellcaster mm-hmm. who was oh, throwing yeah. potions. He's responsible for a great deal of deaths in the villages north of here. Uh, you have to test your poisons and sicknesses somewhere. I want to pipe up and talk to this guy. I'm I've just okay. been in the background. <laughs> okay. Um I'm just gonna be like Hey, uh listen, we um we're trying to prevent a lot more terrible things happening to people by uh getting into the prison and letting everybody out. And I know you probably got people in there and we got people in there. And, uh, there, there's a lot of people, uh, that, that don't even really know what they did wrong or, or that they did anything wrong, um, cause the Abbey's been messing with them. Uh, but I, I think in order to get into that prison and, and do that, um, and get all those people back who will probably help us sort of take down the Abbey the rest of the way, um, we're probably gonna need to save some of the guys in this train so they can get us in there. I see. That is unpalatable to me. And by extension to all of us. Yeah, no, I'm not saying you can't kill them like eventually. Like, we definitely plan on killing them later. Um, 
But we just might need him first. I'm sorry, but... I don't think there's any way we can compromise on this. There's a love how Red's an unapologetic murderer now. (laughs) We're gonna kill him. We're gonna do that. Okay, yeah, no, he's not a uh, redemption paladin. Okay, do you got another way for us to maybe get into that prison? Because it feels like it would help you to I mean, even if you don't got guys in there that you want out, seems like it would help you to have like hundreds and hundreds of people out of there who are on your side in the fighting. Well, that is true. I don't think you entirely understand the gravity of the situation because a large percentage of the people in that prison are mortal enemies of ours. Okay. And even within our coalition, there are factions that wish me dead. Okay, so it's it's pretty complicated. Indeed it is. In fact, and from the distance, you hear the sound of whinnying and neighing. And you see a small contingent of miniature centaurs crest the hill. Ponies! (laughs) (laughs) And with... Give me the pony centaurs, it's so cute. And with a voice laden with disgust and derision, you hear Cyrus say, Oh, here they are. The Quarter Horse Clan. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Before they arrive, he tries to get something in edgewise, and he's like, My cousin, Korm Kadran, is currently imprisoned, and has been for 15 years. I would very much like to see him again. Unfortunately, one of the cousins of that clan, Alfred, is also imprisoned with him, and has repeatedly tried to assassinate him. Oh, yeah, we have both those guys' names on the list of thing of notable prisoners. It's true. Um, Korm Kadran is apparently a high-ranking member of the Clovenhoof. Alfred Quarterhorse is a Clovenhoof guy, is what I wrote. <laughs> Clovenhoof guy. Yep. So he, he, might, he, might, he might not be as important as the other one. Yeah. This is true. Now, I will hold what you've told me in confidence, but do not mention my sister's death to these people. They will only use it against me, and ultimately against you. Okay, got it. Beware the false smiles of a small horse. Okay, just, uh... That line is incredible. <laughs> Red is just you. very, very kind of, of softly <laughs> under his breath, like, seems like these people maybe aren't really your friends. <laughs> they are not friends, but they are necessary for now. In fact, well, he stops as the first of the miniature centaurs arrives. 
there's so I should I should give it a little bit more detail. So there's five in total. Uh, two of them are holding those ridiculous their spears, but they just have like little flags on the end. Um, and instead of like a cool coat of arms, they literally just have the fraction for one fourth. Nice. <laughs> Um, they're wearing these really ostentatious hats, like these big floppy, almost three musketeers-esque hats with these big-ass feathers in them. That's fun. Um, and the one that you could assume is the leader, the one that is, like, very immaculately dressed, um, as much as a centaur could wear, like, a ton of gold chains around their neck. They've got like 16 of them that kind of jingle as they approach. So, um, so one's a rapper and the rest of them just got back from the Kentucky Derby. Something like that. Yeah. Or it, c- it could be a rapper with uh, a three musketeers hat. I'm sure that somebody's tried it at some point. Um, yeah. The rapper's name was young horse. No. Um, <laughs> And the perhaps the worst part about all of this is looking at the face of this centaur, you realize that he has a soul patch. Of course he does. You're trying to make these ponies out to be a bunch of D-bags. I get it. I get it. <laughs> and the name, Fred Durst. No. Uh, <laughs> I just want to put this in here it. because I have ADHD and I will forget. We do need to title the episode, Beware the Fa- False Smile of a Small Horse. <laughs> Yeah, I love just, that. Okay. Just in case. That's fair. Just, just for reference. <laughs> also, just speaking of Fred Durst, I just have to tell you really quick that my friend just had her birthday, and our friends got her a uh, neon sign that says, Live, Laugh, Limp Biscuit. Oh, God. <laughs> really I good. I want to know that that, that that exists. That's really good, yeah. That is great, and I... If I could think of somebody I disliked, I'd send that to them. That's, that's great in the worst way. <laughs> you can't way. think of somebody you dislike? Oh no, I can think that no no that part's easy, yeah, but no, not I enough knew. that I would be willing to yeah, spend money. Okay. There are only a few people that fall into that category. Henry has a shit list. He has people he dislikes. I do I do have the list. I love that he has a shit list of people he dislikes, so he would send them gifts. <laughs> Apparently he won't send them gifts. It's like the gift of prophecy though. Like it's gonna be one of those uh, monkey's paw a, gifts it's a, it's a that mm, Yeah, it's like a cursed gift. Yeah, which really that could apply to anything that's limp biscuit. Henry, related, you gotta get into so. witchcraft. <laughs> Seems like you'd like it a lot. <laughs> Maybe I just like being petty. You ever think about that? I think witches I are do, petty. Because I'm I petty. I think that's part of it. Well, that's fair. Um, anyway. But eventually, anyway. they are in. Uh, you hear. Well, hello there, Cyril, Cyrus, Mr. Gorhorn. It is I, your friend Rutherford. Excellent name. Rutherford Quarterhorse, the second at your service. And he gives this very fancy bow, which is the significance of which is sort of lost because he's so short already that you can't really tell because it just looks like he's shorter than you. I don't know. Red is just very quietly whispering to Kitty, oh, they're so cute. <laughs> Now, Cyrus, where is the pile of loot I was promised for bankrolling your little raid? And Cyrus 
at this point, given the fact that this is a quarter horse and this minotaur is double its normal size, there's like a 14-foot difference between the two. And Cyrus just, you can see him pause and like, just that look, the customer service look when they have to answer a really stupid question. He's like, (laughs) the loot remains on the train. Would you like to send your qualified boys to go and get it? Qualified Oh, heavens no, heavens no. They have to be here to hold the banners, because if they weren't here, there'd be no one to hold the banners. Nate, you gotta say the joke on the recording, my dude. (laughs) (laughs) Nate put a joke in the chat, and it was good. (laughs) I said they have short legs but deep pockets. That's all. That would also be a good name for Shirt an episode, Legs Deep Pockets <laughs> is also a good title. That's very good. That's very good. <sighs> very well, Ruthie. Ruthie. I'll send some boys to get the stuff for you. Now, why don't you go and wait over there like a, well, like a docile little horse, and somebody will help you shortly. And you can tell that Cyrus is the sort of leader that inspires confidence in his men because the the original, like the group that raided with him, the centaurs, satyrs, and minotaurs, have all kind of grouped up by him and you can see them like clutching their weapons a little bit. Just be like, if they go after our boy, we're going to wreck your shit sort of thing. And the... The quarter horses, we'll say, uh, are not really situated well for fighting, so they kind of go a a little ways away onto a nice elevated sand dune. And the two that did not carry banners actually start to erect a little tent for Rutherford. Um, Truly the worst kind of spectator. So, uh, with that being said, Cyrus turns back to the group of you and asks, are there any more people of note on that train that my crew should be concerned of? I, I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of like older guys. I don't, I don't, I didn't catch all their names. Okay, which one of these? There's like a tortle. He's he's chilling out there. Yeah. I, was say, I think Brett, only uh, Treble saw the passenger car, right, or the uh, uh, prisoner car. Yeah, the prisoner car. But the the so we're worried about the prisoner car. But then, okay, so looking at my notes, there was the turtle wizard, doctor, the triton warlock. I can't remember if that one died. Yes, that was that was Arkin, and Arkin died. And S- outside. S- and Seki died, right? Seki died. Hard Actually, I forgot. I forgot to mention that Seki died, but Seki did did Hod, die. Hod's dribble got away, though. Hod's dribble was the Dwergar, and he got away. And you're not sure about the Tortle. Okay, uh, but then there was also Chaplin, Grendel's Bane, and then yes, Lamprey's Lamp Lampire. So Lampire actually got off the train when you boarded it. Because if you recall, a bunch of troops left the train and he went with them. That's right. Okay. So the two people that we think are still, like, at least, like, could be a problem are 
Grendel's Bane and the Tortle Wizard. It would seem so. Can I make yes. a request of this mm-hmm. guy? I just want to ask him, like, to leave the prisoners alone and to um, let us take the badges off of the guards if they have badges. Because oh. we need okay. the stinking badges. Well, we're going to need to get into the prison, it sounds like, by ourselves. So we're going to need to impersonate these people. So we need those for magical reasons, but also for, like, legitimacy reasons. I have no quarrel with any prisoner of the Abbey. Well, potentially. Um, at the very least, let us look through the list. I suspect, though, we did not receive a report of any of our people being held here. So, you should be okay. As far as the others go, and he motions for the elderly centaur that he called up before, um, Roger, would you check the list? And the centaur pulls out this very blood-stained scroll. And you can see, because it's held at an angle, you can see that it is just a long list of names that have been crossed out with what could maybe be blood or maybe just red ink. It would be wild for them to be using blood when they could use red ink. (laughs) Yeah, but it's so much more aesthetic to use the red Mm. Yeah. The other thing, too, that makes you think it might be blood, it's kind of oxidized, so it's more, like, dark red than, like, that bright, cartoony red. I really want the um, list to be broken to three categories. It says, murder, marry, kill. <laughs> oh, that would be good. See, if I had... Wait, murder a- and kill are both on there? Yeah. There's a difference. <laughs> <laughs> one, yeah, yeah. One's in the spur of the moment, and one's uh, premeditated. There's no there fucking go. going on, but there's two different types of death. <laughs> yeah, admittedly, I forgot how that game works. <laughs> <laughs> Murder, Mary kill instead of fuck, Mary kill is actually very funny. <laughs> That's pretty good. I do like that. One's done for passion. One's done for efficiency. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you get to decide which is which. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um and eventually the Roger the Centaur goes, "Well, it would appear that we are still seeking a doctor." There appears to be a Dr. Jameson Vabon that might or might not have been on this train. Can you lovely people confirm that? I see. Trevor nods, but definitely has no idea. He's just like, yep. Red thinks yep. that they're looking for a doctor for, like, medical reasons. <laughs> just like, is anybody a doctor around here? <laughs> is there any doctors in the house? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have a doctorate in philosophy. No, um... Very well. I'm afraid we will have to treat him with special caution. If he's still there. And he calls, it goes, Morgan and Talus, and two minotaurs stand up. 
and he points at the VIP train car. He just yells, breach it. And in a cool, almost sort of tag team wrestling thing, they kind of, one of them boosts the other one into like a running charge, and in the, the door to it just shatters like glass, just like splits down the middle. Um, and then they kind of go in a little bit like a SWAT team, like one guy rolls through and they don't have guns, obviously, but with that sort of precision. And after a couple moments, you hear cars empty. God, they wasted that perfectly good roll. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Um... And with that, Cyrus gives kind of a sad shrug. He's like, well, that's been our experience the last four times we've tried to kill him. We'll get him one of these times. He can't run forever. The slippery one. Well, he's got friends in divine places. Eventually the gods will lose patience with him. I know I would. You should go and see to your prisoners. We'll deal with the religious folk on this train. And before he motions to his crew, he turns back to you and he's like, By the by, we have an agent, or had an agent on this train. Did you happen to see any sort of cook or chef while you were here? Yeah. Uh, Didn't they try to make us yeah. rocks or something? No, they, it, they, potatoes. It, no he, he gave, gave us potatoes. Potatoes, that's right, that's right. It was something uh, like not fully edible. Yeah, the guy was the great. potato is edible. He gave you raw potatoes. He makes a mean raw potato. <laughs> uh, when you say that, he just smiles and he's like, good. What? If we had broken in and found you with the potatoes, we wouldn't have harmed you. Oh. Well, we should have just pulled out our potatoes to start with. How, <laughs> how were we to potatoes. know but that the potatoes we, were assigned? We gave them, remember we gave them to the to feast or famine or whichever one it was, and he ate the bag of potatoes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we won't talk about that, will we? Um... <laughs> Well, you should attend to your prisoners. We're going to search this train, and then we're going to leave. It won't be long before they notice that the train isn't on schedule. We have to work quickly. So, now you guys, what would you like to do? Off to the prisoner car. I mean, we probably should talk about our new plan. Because so we're going to need to keep because... at least a couple prisoners in order to get into the prison, right? Like, mm-hmm. like we're going to have to pretend to be guards and be like, hey, we're bringing prisoners. Nothing weird happened along the way here, don't worry. Yeah, mm-hmm. none, of, none of the people that were on this VIP train who were supposed to be coming in, they're just definitely just not here anymore, and that's okay. They Don't all left because they had to go to a party, and now we're they, here. They all had really bad diarrhea, and we had to leave them behind. Yep. 
<laughs> they all had taco soup. Yep. Nate <laughs> <laughs> had a no terrible experience with Damn taco it, soup. Damn it, you beat me to it. <laughs> I had taco soup and I got very ill. And it made me pass out. That's the moral. That's the, the background of yeah. the story. That's the background yeah, t- story. Yeah. Don't eat taco soup or you'll die. From before the recording, now you get this behind the bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you just need to know taco soup is delicious, but it can be dangerous. <laughs> now, one thing I do want to clarify really quick before you have your conversation. It didn't sound like Cyrus was totally opposed to helping you. It did just sound like there might be some caveats to that. Okay, so can we talk more to him? Because it sounded to me like he was like, we're not going to uh, let any of these people live. But does he have another way? Because I think I asked him, like, do you got another way to get into the prison? Because... <laughs> I think at that point you were probably interrupted by the arrival of Clan Quarter Horse. Okay. So, um... I'll say that you can have that conversation, but only after he's gone through the cars. Okay. So you have a little bit of time to have your own discussion. So let's go let some prisoners out. I'll do this, Herman. Let's go let some prisoners out, and uh, we'll see if any of them want to help us. I mean, they've got to be mad about being taken prisoner, right? Maybe they want to help us break into the prison. Yeah, that that's true. That's a good that's a good point. Um. Yeah, all right. Okay. So I'm going to say then that unless you guys want to split apart, you can all make your way to the prisoner car. Let's not split the party for once. It is okay. Our, it is our MO, but... Um. Oh, I mean, you'll, I, I won't complain, um, but... So on making your way to the prisoner car there would appear to be the signs of struggle. Um, Uh-oh. No, 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 the good kind of struggle. Because, 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 because. somehow, um, perhaps with the departure of the doctor or maybe Hodstribble, some of the magical restraints, the organic prison cells appear to have failed. Hmm. And at least two prisoners have already escaped and disemboweled the jailer. Are they still here? Yes. Yes, they are. Um, Okay, so who are we looking at? You are looking at a incredibly upset Harold Grendelsbane. Um, And somebody who you would recognize. That's the parole officer, right? That's the the parole officer. The OG Grendelsbane. Sorry, there's so many. There's a lot of Grendelsbanes. (laughs) Grendel has many Banes. Prolific family, similar to the Jones family. They just, they get around, they put themselves <laughs> into these niche industries, and yeah, it's it's terrible. It's also entirely of my own creation, so I can't complain. Um, so you've got an incredibly upset and blood-covered Harold Grendelsbane. Uh, you also have uh, somebody who looks like they might have worked in a carpenter shop. Okay, but do I? Which my character you would recognize? Recognizes. You would recognize them as Lonnie, a carpenter's assistant. Okay. Oh, I, was hoping it, I was hoping it was like that guy Jesus who taught. <laughs> who helped? Oh yes, yeah. Woodworking. <laughs> Jesus, the carpenter that I worked with. 
that yes. guy. That guy. Um, just woodworking. Can I do just a perception check of this room to see if I notice the other prisoner, if I recognize anybody else? What's going on in well, here? Well, sure. So you do recognize Sylvia. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Um, in one of the cells. Uh, for whatever reason, that cell appears to have not malfunctioned at all, so she is still restrained. Okay. Um, you also notice kind of a well-dressed, uh, furbolg, um, which out of, out of game, that would be the newspaper editor, but you wouldn't know who that is per se. I mean, you can give um, everybody, cause Kitty and I everybody's were not got in somebody here in there. So yeah. So Kitty, you would recognize your old editor. Okay. Um, Herman, you would recognize somebody from your old town oh, up north. The way, they went all the way to your town. Wow. At least they, they didn't go around. all the way to my town. I'd be well, pissed. At least, to, at least they didn't go to Fantasy Kansas. I got a whole no, but they, did, but they did grab two people that you know from different walks of life. Yeah, so. no, I'm very pissed about that. I'm going to do some things, but I'm waiting for the full <laughs> scene to be unraveled. And Treble, you of course recognize uh, the old bartender from the Night Owl. Look how the people they grab oh. they grabbed for Treble and myself were just people we worked with. I mean, they grabbed someone I worked with too, but then also a person that I like had a connection with. Well, I know, it's like, hey, you guys have no like friends. So we're gonna grab your coworker. The thing oh, about Sylvia yeah. is that when I introduce her as like a background NPC, I was like, "This is a character who is very important and influential to Red, and like inspired him to become a rebel and like leave his home and stuff." She probably doesn't barely remember who he is or care very much about him at all. Like this is a one-sided okay. thing. I'm glad none. I'm glad none of us have girlfriends or wives or husbands. <laughs> you know, anybody I mean, to really care about. I mean, do you guys want them? Because I can start throwing love interests in there. It just, no, no, it's no, fine. Nobody expressed anything, so I thought... Oh, no. Mm. We, all no. Just badly, we all just badly flirt, and everyone's like, mm, we, okay. We have created fun. characters who have no one but each other, <laughs> and that was <laughs> intentional in some ways. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, I won't complain. That's one less thing for me to manage, but it is an option one if you want it. Listen, <laughs> Red probably does have a little bit of a crush on Sylvia. I just, she probably doesn't reciprocate unless she suddenly finds him a lot cooler now than he was before. <laughs> uh, but he is going to go get her out of a uh, cage. He's horrified. Okay, uh, go ahead and make a strength check. Yeah, let me see if I can do that. If not, I can ask my good friend. For the record, Herman tried to find love. It just didn't work out. The strength check yeah, is a ten. That is good. I'm glad that's that you mentioned I, that. That's what I'm saying. Everybody we've like, like ever spoken to who might have been a love interest <laughs> just never turned out well. Yeah. The strength check um, is a your ten. Your ten does not break in. You're able to bend a little bit of the organic material, but there, it's okay. I just it's got still I, not I, enough space for it, you. Harmon, Vincent, one of you get. Can you help me, please? Oh yeah, let me get in there. And he just cracks his, his knuckles. Go ahead and make a strength check yourself. Strength check, you say. 
I do say. Seven. Oh no! <laughs> to the what? plus four. <laughs> that does not succeed either. Um. I. I. However, I'm gonna talk to Lonnie then. <laughs> okay. Just be like, uh, do you know how to? Hey, I'm really sorry you're here. Are you okay? Do you know how to get into these? Is there uh, keys somewhere? So Lonnie is sort of facing away from you and turns around and you realize that part of his face has been torn off. Oh shit. To the point to the to the point where part of the jawbone itself is exposed. How did we is that, that is that like a recent injury or is that like yes. full healed up? No, no, no. That is a recent very recent in, uh Okay, I'm gonna, um, oh, I only have 10 points of lay on hands, but I think I'm gonna lay on hands him. Okay, um, but he, you realize, is holding what looks like an Abbey-issued, like, dirk, or like a half-sword, short sword, Uh and without a word, he just turns and lays this massive slash across the cage. That's exactly what I was thinking of, incidentally, is that that scene. And it just splits the organic material with this ripping sound, and you're able to get inside. Okay, I now that I have seen him, I'm I'm just Red is horrified. He's just like, Oh oh god, I'm so sorry. Here, let me um I have I have a thing. Um I'm just gonna like touch his hand or somewhere and uh do lay on hands, um, which is ten points of healing. I don't know how much that will help, but that's kind of the best that I. Have. Um, will it's it, a will not- it Put his face back on. Probably not, it'll but it'll probably help a little bit. Part of his face back on. Yeah, it'll it'll be so that like the ha- that half of his face is still pretty emaciated, but at least it's kind of covered in skin. Okay, like really charred, twisted skin, but it is a little bit. I better. mean, that's better. Yeah. Um, this guy has not seen me do magic before, but now that's happened. I don't think he gives a shit. Yeah, yeah, he's he's pretty traumatized. Red is pretty traumatized, also. <laughs> Just like, oh, okay, let me, um, um I, we gotta probably talk, but, uh, let me, let me do this, and then go back to, like, trying to get Sylvia out, out of this weird thing. Okay. Um, so, you would notice, just from passive perception, that you're, as you step into this car, the surface, the floor is covered in blood. Mm. like to the point where it's causing little splashes wherever you step and you realize that Harold in addition to assisting with the uh, disemboweling of the jailer has also uh, done quite a number on the the beasts that were in the monkey like beasts that were in the train car oh yeah surveillance monkeys forgot about them the surveillance monkeys, the Sioux beasts. Um, yeah, there's not a single one of those living right now. Oh, dang. They have been either chopped or torn apart. Um, 
So, uh, you... Um, go ahead and make a medicine check for successfully removing Sylvia from the the harness. Okay, if, if I fail this, like I the, do the... also have a spell from the, like, necklace of prayer beads mm-hmm. that I can use, but let, let's see. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's and another then... one. Um, the dice hate me. Well, they hate red. Oh my god. They hate my whole deal. So, okay. Is that a nat one? Yep. Or... You don't... I thought you had a modifier. I mean, I have there, I a, modifi- a modifier, but is a nat one plus one two. Modifier? Modifier. Um, a hue modifier. Um, okay, so we're going to say then... I can you... cast Spare the Dying before I do this. It's not going to kill her, but it is going to damage her. Just kind of messing around and not getting it quite right. Okay. Um, when Treble went in and spoke to Talon, the bartender earlier, he also didn't succeed and that kind of tore out some of his skin because there's a there's like a harness on the back that hooks you oh. into the cell. So you kind of do that a little bit, not not too much. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna cast cure wounds from my necklace. Is that how I use it? Do I have to roll to use it? Or I thought that you had to roll to determine yeah. how much how much wounds you cure, but I'm not positive. Let's see. It says um uh, each bead contains a spell that you can cast from it as a bonus action. Um I don't it has a table for a d20 to, like, determine what you get, but it also says, okay. like, you, the DM decides which, like, type of bead is on the necklace or determines it randomly. So I guess you can roll for it or you as a DM can just tell me what it is. You can roll for it. Okay. Then I have to roll a d20 and hope that it's a 7 through 12. Otherwise, it's useless to me. That's a two. <laughs> what is a two? Rushing it. A two is. Da, da, da. Like, a two actually, is. There's really no a two reason is to bless. Make for it. So, like, okay. I can bless, and that'll help her if she makes a death save. I guess. You know, I I'm gonna do a, a little retroactiveness here i'm just gonna say you can pick that one okay just because it's not gonna make then i'm gonna cast cure wounds from the necklace and that can be you can decide how many beads of that there are if that's the only bead of cure wounds i have i feel like i i I think i said how many it had i want to say that there were seven beads on it in total okay well you can decide how many of those are cure wounds um but i i heal her for 11 11 okay um, well, you, I'm going to say that you're able to at least heal her, and she's still attached, but she looks stable enough. Um, what about the rest of you? Herman's trying to avoid eye contact with the person that he recognizes <laughs> from his past. What's his relationship with this person? Does he have a relationship, or just he knows ah, the town? You would recognize them as being a close relation of the mayor. Oof. Yeah, he's definitely... A, a a nephew or possibly even a son. The family 
was not maybe not incestuous, but a lot of them look really similar. So it, it's kind of hard for you to tell in these conditions. Yeah, Herman's doing that thing where he like covers the side of his face that he's on. You don't know me. Nope, just just <laughs> me, Rex Texas. Totally, totally not somebody you know. It's me, Kerman Hanbury. <laughs> uh, okay, um, so that's yeah, that's Herman. Um, Kitty, what about you? Uh, the editor. I mean, so there's two people who are up and about. Is everybody, mm-hmm. is everybody else still like attached to? The they're at, correct. They're okay. they're either attached or they're prone on the floor of the cell. Can I look around? Because there's a few cells, right? Like there's more mm-hmm. than one. Is there like a kill switch for the whole car? You know, like a like a like a like a circuit breaker box or something. Yeah, go ahead and roll investigation. The only reason I'm making you do that is because this is such a weird prison car being mostly organic. You wouldn't have seen anything like this before, so you wouldn't necessarily know where to look. 21. Okay. Um, It takes a little bit of kind of gross searching because you're just putting your hands on this weird, porous, organic surface. But you do find, like an organic, almost like a fulcrum lever by one of the doors. And by pushing, or pardon me, by pulling on that, there is an unfortunately gross squelching sound and all of these organic bars kind of retract into the sides of the door. So you do find that. Okay, so I get the bars back. Is there a way to, like, the, the people are still attached, though. Um, some of them, yeah. Like, I'm looking for, like, fully shut down this thing. Like, um, I will say, sure. So I will say with a 21, um, you're able to find fairly close to the first lever a second one. Um, and by pulling on that, uh, it will remove the, the connection around people's spinal cords. Great. And subsequently remove the sedation that they're under. So, with the sound of flopping bodies, the bodies hit the floor as they are no longer attached to the wall. By the way, I just realized that I hadn't done the correct leveling from my last paladin level, so I should have had that spell anyway. So, we're good. Well, well, that's fine. Um, Treble, what about you? So, now that Kitty's pulled the lever... uh, Everybody is no longer correct attached, right? Yeah. Okay. So, and that includes Sylvia, incidentally. Um, okay. For you, Red. Um. How is the uh, bartender of the Night Owl looking? Well, so, so he's still kind of injured from the last time that you tried to free him. Um, he is missing a pretty large chunk of flesh around the middle of his spinal cord. Um, but he, (laughs) but I I know the body, the body horror is a little much, I will say, but it is also temporary. Um, he is conscious, but he is in pain. Okay. I'm going to cast a third level healing word spell. Magic boys got heal spells. Okay. And then the healing word is friendship. (laughs) Is it? That's the word. Okay. <laughs> That's the word. All right. 
Um, okay. And what do you? How much do you Nine, heal ten. for? Eleven points. Oh, that's not bad. That's a, that's enough to mostly patch up the the spinal cord area so that it just looks like a scab or on the way to recovery. So that was that's decent. And then, um, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of just hang out by him and just kind of make sure that he comes to consciousness, okay, and kind of be there if he does. Um, okay. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm also doing over here. Now, there is one other prisoner that is now conscious that you all would recognize, in fact, because emerging from the last cell in the farthest corner is the emaciated but and shaky but fully standing form of the Abbey Father. Oh, fuck that guy. Oh, fuck that guy. Now, before oh. you say that, well... You can kill him if you want. That is your option. We didn't say kill him. We said fuck. <laughs> yeah, no, we're gonna fuck. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna fuck him right now. <laughs> Gotta get some that's of this the, tension out. That's the first column on fuck, Mary kill. <laughs> Which, uh, fuck, father murder, t- kill. <laughs> yeah, fuck, murder, fuck, kill. Fuck, murder, kill. Um, and that, of course, is Father Typhurian, the oh, chapter father. Right, fight. Wasn't he the one that was like? Wasn't he was the one that they like mentioned down below, right? Like in the the creepy the creepy dude. I think Abaddon might be that guy. Okay, um, sorry, I'm trying to remember. There's no, I there there are a lot of characters here. That's that's a failing of mine, like, perhaps. No, it's not. Uh, You've built a whole big world. It's fine. <laughs> oh yeah, he's a Goliath. He he is a Goliath, and you also observe that he has some sort had or has some some sort of cursed sword. Um, Wait, but he was imprisoned. Well, I believe I mentioned it in one of the documents you found, but his failure to prevent whatever happened at the Abbey has caused him to be imprisoned. Hmm. So we still don't like him. But he, you don't like him, but it does sound like he has at least been stripped of his authority in office. He might have a bit of a grudge, is what you're saying. Maybe he'll there help us. There is certainly us. a possibility. Even though we're the ones who cost him his job and got him imprisoned, maybe yeah, he'll he help us. Also, he might also just try to fight all of us right fucking now, so... Uh, you're welcome, everyone. Uh, now... Here's my final little bit for this session, just because I think it's good to end on a marginal cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Kaizo has accompanied you into this car, and upon seeing the form of Father Typhurian, he simply says, Hello, brother. <laughs> <laughs> 